James chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Simply, when you begin to believe that the author of temptation is God, then you have been misled. But of course, if God is sovereign, then how is he not responsible for these temptations in your life? How can a God who is all-loving, all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere not be in charge of what is happening in your life? These questions are called theodicy, and it is how we look at God in the face of suffering. And of course, temptation is suffering. We are not going to get into this today, as there is simply too much to unpack with those questions. For a great overview, I suggest you go and listen to the Today's Presence podcast with Sam Lenore and myself, Season 1, Episodes 11 and 12, as we unpack these concepts, the arguments which are out there, and where we ultimately land. It will take about an hour and ten minutes to listen to them, but it might be worth your time. Suffice it to say that as the scripture continues into verse 17, it is goodness that is attributed to God. Anything that is good in your life is what is coming from Christ. The metaphor of light is used here, and what is clear is that God is the source of all good things. It means that God is wanting to give us good, right, and true things so that we might thrive in our world. This also means He is the author of the good we have to fight temptation and gives us the impetus to create and design systems and processes that will move us away from thinking about only behavior and begin to address the temptation at its source. These gifts are good because they never culminate in evil or in a desire to sin. Rather, they are perfect as they seek to help people do His will in the world in amazing ways. I was having a conversation with a young man who was, is, an atheist, and he was very bothered that anyone would say he was blessed by the life he found himself living. He mentioned it was he who had made good and healthy choices, that he was the one who worked hard to get to where he was financially, and that his character was something he had cultivated, even though he came from a very broken and abusive home. I asked him where he thought he got the motivation to be who he was, and he did not have a good answer. I know I didn't convince him to believe that the impetus came from the Holy Spirit. However, he is still a regular attendee at church with his family, so God is not done with him yet. As I reflect on our conversation, I recognize the hard work and effort he has put into creating the life and becoming the person he so desired. But I also believe there is a God at work in his life that was revealing to him all he could be. He is an incredibly gifted young man, and eventually, I believe he will see the foundation, the Holy Spirit laid for him that catapulted his thinking beyond the circumstances he found himself in to begin with. That is how it is with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes he is willing to give us great things before we will give him credit for them. What do you have in your life and in your character that is good? Where did those things come from? Who is the author of the good things in your life? What can you do to encourage someone else to recognize the goodness in them today? And also, how can you point them to what What can you do to encourage someone else to recognize the goodness in them today? And also, how can you point them to who that goodness came from?